0: zero nine seven eight. Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Dead Men Walking Podcast. Uh, we had a fun one last week.
1: Yes, we did. We
0: uh, <laughs> sat down and we uh, were on. The-
1: Why do I always laugh about <laughs> these things? Like, like this know. is like... <laughs>
0: Because it's fun. fun I know. We do have a good time on this podcast, but every time
1: the mic comes up, like, we're being super serious, you guys, before we start this. And as
0: soon as we hit record. As soon as
1: we hit record, I just start laughing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. Just
1: giddy. I'm sorry, guys.
0: Oh, no, don't apologize for laughing. Uh, we we were interviewed by Joel from uh, the Theology of Music podcast, yep. and it was a pretty good time.
1: It was. We talked great, great guy, great subject. Yeah, it was it was fun. I, and I think we've went into some of this stuff before, but it was some, still some a great stuff time. got
0: was new that yeah, we pulled out. Yeah, okay, but we yeah. mostly covered uh, like, the theology of trying to remember. Music. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was <laughs> right. so much. It was an hour. It was, was, an hour. Ago, it was out, <laughs> hour long, as you'll see. But right. we were just going to drop you into that episode so you can listen to it as well. Make sure you check out Joel and Theology of Music, where he covers. Everything from a reform Perspective in the Theology of Music. Mm -hmm. And this was uh, Jason and I as a guest on his podcast. Enjoy, guys.
2: So uh, if you guys don't know, I am talking right now, obviously you'll know from the the title, but I am talking to the Dead Men Walking podcast, Mm. uh, who have probably one of the most official setups I've ever seen in my life. Like oh, wow. you right. you, well, here's the thing. You guys, I mean, I, I mean you're you're not yeah, like Joe Rogan, yeah, I guess right? So. You're not like this huge <laughs> podcast. I don't know. But we, I will love be. How. we will be. No, just... hey, we will well, take Ivor back in that one day. Are <laughs> going to start talking about naming and claiming? Uh, we're gonna, yes, we're I get
0: will. That? Yes, we will. We are going to change our theology <laughs> to become popular. Money cometh. <laughs>
2: to us sorry you know, okay you know, isn't that one of the most frustrating things about being on like the reformed side is yeah. there's no way to be really be popular right even yeah, among yeah, the reform people yeah. yeah like doc and devo did it but it's right. there's they still like are pretty chill there's uh, like i know that they they are you know they they hold to the same stuff but they they don't a go folded, like, all out there's a,
1: there's a folded
2: audience out there right now
1: putting their putting their arms together <gasps> folding, yeah <laughs> booing <laughs> i don't like that
2: I mean I can't really oh, well, talk. My da, setup da, looks my wife said my uh the back of my picture looks like I'm in a pot store, like a hookah. <laughs> <owned>. <laughs> yes. no I like it. It's great. Thank you. It's all about the contrast, right? I've got this <laughs> yeah. orange yellowish light on me, the yeah. blue behind, you know, depth, mm. field, depth of field. You know, that's, <laughs> that that's so great. stupid. I like we got so an stupid.
0: artist on our hands yeah, here. Yeah, we do. Well, I am you must I, play I have music. I'm
2: a songwriter kind of I kinda yeah. like, you know, I gotta do that. <laughs> and I will say, when my daughter asks me to draw something, I take it way too seriously. So right. yeah, that works. Right. Your, do you guys do that. Your, your, your you, perspective you ever, lines like, your aren't uh, exactly
0: what they should be, honey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's two years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She wrote it with a play doh. Hold on, she can hold learn. on.
1: That that stick person has way too many fingers.
2: All right. right. <laughs> Or mm. not enough. Maybe she They're, was drawing the neckline. Your hair isn't right. <laughs> Why'd you draw yeah. my beard like that, Lucy? Why'd you do that? Why'd <laughs> yeah. you do that? That's not how it looks. That's not how a beard oh, looks. So no snack for you.
0: So you're particular <laughs> and insecure, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just like a musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And he
0: is an artist. <laughs> I
1: <am. It's> great. <laughs> he is an artist. <laughs> hey, <there laughs> These are go. people. You, you pegged yeah, right? me in the first we're, few minutes. It was the, that easy. We're the same. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, well, That's the thing.
2: Okay. So how about this for my listeners who might not know you, obviously I'm going to tell them, you know, subscribe to your podcast, follow yeah. you guys on Instagram, that kind of thing. But we like, how did one, how'd you get into podcasting? And two, why, like, where's the music? Cause you guys said you used to leave music. So what happened to that? Where was the switch? Did you, was there a switch?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good or question. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Well, yeah. so the podcast <laughs> came about because uh, of COVID and I, and I had been thinking about doing a podcast uh-huh. for quite a long time because I realized after 10 years on social media, uh, nothing has ever won on a Facebook uh, argument. Oh. Uh, well, I beg to differ. Jason's, a one, of a time. Time. No, Jason's <laughs> one of you. Jason's one
2: of you. As you say that, that's literally yeah. the person who never wins an argument on <laughs> Right, right. Well, right. I beg to differ. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Hey, how did you get off my stupid post about yeah, yeah. fruit or, or vegetables? Get <laughs> right. out of here. It's not woke.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, vegan.
0: So in April of uh, <laughs> <Not> 2020... <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we launched and, uh, and, and it was funny because in my mind I had an idea of like, what it was going to be, and then Jason was my first guest, and I was like, "That went really well." So I called him up <laughs> like two days later. I was like, "Why don't you just come on with me, co-host?" And he's like, me yeah. it, and he's like, "I don't do anything like that. Absolutely not. But yeah, I'll do it." Yeah, yeah. You know, it was one Sounds of those like guys. a horrible idea. <laughs> horrible. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, those are the best ideas.
0: And, they and have no it, merit, but they work. Right, right. Kind of <laughs> took off from there, and then we have like uh, you know we do some music on the on the program that Jason will play the guitar and we. Do mm. some drops and our intros Ooh. and and uh, the book suggestion intros. We do that yeah. kind of stuff, and we've been rolling around doing a little more music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason's. Uh, I'm kind of taking a break from our worship team, but Jason's yeah. playing music in church. Yep, and, nice. Uh, we've, he was an international touring musician, went all over the world, did really well with his band and his BC. Well, I don't know if they are they official BC before Christ days or just like uh, no, uh, no no. This was this was all. Didn't want no, no, no no we did we did. But you you were. We had
1: Christ lyrics okay, and then okay. we went into the backsliding okay, and right. then, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. wait, so what was your band? Uh, we were called scratch track. So it was a, okay. uh, it yeah, I was on acoustic guitar playing uh, riff based, um, yeah, yeah, guitar parts. And then there were two guys that beatboxed. And then there was harmonies, um, hip hop, gospel. It was it was really cool. It's on iTunes and you know everywhere it has Spotify or whatever. Go right? buy a so it. Was Scratch yeah, Track. Yeah, track? Swing, yeah swing make Scratch Track. Sense. Yeah, yeah, right.
2: Yeah, no, I don't even think we get eighteen. It's cents. best it's described as an acoustic hip hop soul band that formed in Tennessee in two thousand. Yeah, oh, he's googling us. Oh, he's googling the us. The group is composed of vocal beatboxer DJ Lee, and guitarist Jason Hamlin. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah. There was there was two
1: of us after four or five years or something like that, yeah, yeah, so, bro. Yeah, All right,
2: you're big time. It's now, well. <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean to. Too, don't mean to brag. But uh, you have a YouTube. You have a Google search. No, uh, <laughs> there you go. like that comes up. Okay, really?
1: Yeah, that's funny. I have not been on there um, in a long time. I mean, I. You know, here and there, I'm like, man, I remember this one song we used to play. Oh, yeah, we wrote it. That's cool. That was a good tune.
0: (laughs) Here's here's what's funny really quick, too. I just want to interject this. This is what makes this so handy. He has toured, and any musician that's toured for a long time will understand this. Every single person that we've had on as a guest, and we've had over 80 (laughs) guests on, they will say where they're from, and he'll go... Oh, that little bar right there on 2nd yeah, yeah. Street where they play <laughs> right. the honky-tonk, and they're like, right, yeah, right. how do you know? Like, he knows every spot <laughs> in the United States.
2: icebreaker and
1: cred. Yes, I mean, oh,
0: instant cred. And they're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, right.
1: It is Brown. pretty crazy how many different colleges we played <clears throat> in small podunk towns. I mean, across oh, yeah. the across the... Well, the U.S. pretty much, but and in Europe, those were more uh, at, uh, uh, venues and bars and whatnot. Yeah, but, and Japan, the okay. Same. But anyway, so,
2: so I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm getting the Dead Men Walking. I'm really, I'm getting a, an international music star on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I sure. The Dead Men Walking is just <laughs> no. kind of nice. Advertise it yeah, that right. way,
0: yeah, yeah please. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, Greg is a uh, commissioner, county commissioner. That's what needs to be said for sure. No, don't be <laughs> <He's whoa. down. laughs>
0: No, so yeah. okay, no, yeah, so we, I did, we we got a lot to this story well, we right going on yeah you know uh, but uh, so my music thing was uh you know was homeschooled mm-hmm. I wanted to learn drums my dad said nope you got to learn piano did that for eight years oh, uh then got a little older and said okay buy me my drums he's like you're old enough to buy your own now so he got got me on that one <laughs> right. bought that a set abusive. of drums and uh, basically just focus on piano and drums are my two when I'm in a rowdy mood I'll play some drums when I'm in a worshipful mood I'll sit down mm. and play some hymns you'll just sit
2: on the one and four <laughs> the, yeah.
0: Sit on the one and four, yeah
2: you're like oh yeah, I want to it right now and uh, that's awesome
0: always been always been part of my life uh, jason is much more talented though in the music no and, uh, way man he's it, he's led he, he
2: leads worship
1: no, no he no. like leads worship you know like and that's the, a skill that really is
0: this is like, this is making me uncomfortable i can't know
2: good <laughs> i mean good. it really is. This is where we need to sit in this podcast think, like
1: think about it i no. mean like the guy that's leading an entire mm-hmm. congregation no mm-hmm. matter no matter if it's five people out there or if there's you know Five hundred. It's it's a really hard thing to do, and you definitely have to be uh, prepared for that role. Well, I,
0: I will say this: I've had people come up to me and say that was different, and it's like because I really that don't, was different. It was different, <laughs> and I, and they say that, but just because you know when you're in a kind of emerging church or you're kind uh, of yeah. in a in something where it's like production based, like you were saying, yeah. Joel, uh, yeah. uh, before we got started. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very like that guy that's at the front or that woman that's at the front is kind of the center and leading everything. Yep. And mine was always very much more like, "Let's hey, do this together." Jason's going to mm-hmm. worship on the guitar now, or hey, yeah. it's going to be very much more corporate. I like to hear yeah. the Amen. body sing, oh, and I God. think we're going to get into this a little bit. Yeah, but it, what what drives me crazy is when I can hear just maybe one or two voices, and it's Ugh. being led, and it's not corporate. Yeah. Um, nope. It's, it's such a good thing to hear the voices of, you know, 50, 100, 200 of your brothers oh, yeah. and sisters yep. worshiping with Agreed. you. And that's kind of where uh, kind of where I was when when I did have the opportunity to lead.
2: Yeah, I, I, was, I when I was training or like mentoring worship leaders, I always told them, it's and it's the same thing when it comes to songwriting. And I don't know if, Jason, you ever heard this. Um, I think Taylor Swift said at one point, she said, if you can't do your song on an acoustic guitar and just singing, yeah. then it's not a good song. Uh-huh. Like if you can't convey this song on an acoustic car- guitar and just singing, then it's not a good song. And I think it's the same thing with leading worship. Like if you can't lead a congregation in worship with just you and your instrument, uh-huh. then you're not a good worship leader because you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be, you shouldn't need all the stuff need, to be able to lead yeah. five or a thousand people. Uh-huh. And I would always tell people and they'd be like, wouldn't you be nervous if you led like 10,000? I'm like, no, because it's not about the number. It's right. about what you're doing it for. Yeah, yeah. And not that the Lord ever gave me that opportunity, but like, it's just, it's the, the reason, like you guys said, it's not about being the the person on stage uh, where all the attention's on. And it, it drives me nuts. It really does. When I was ever looking at churches, when we were kind of moving and I never saw them give the opportunity for the congregation to sing. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to just stop singing, right? Because there are people, I will say, like, I've been on all the sides. I've led, led all the different types of denominations of churches, uh, different types of services. And I get it. There are people... Who just are nervous, right? I mean, and you've and you've got people within, you know, like let's say our more reformed churches, reformed Baptist churches, pres- Presbyterian churches, who also sing "Come to the Fountain" and don't sing the uh, sing, call for songs of loudest praise, and they sing it like they're like two DBs. They don't know how to sing a loudest <laughs> praise, but they they're just nervous or they're not used to singing with more, you know, gusto and more uh, fervor. And so when you pull off of the mic, instantly they clam up and you know they don't want to sing. So there's, but you have to train your church. To be a singing church you don't just say oh well, they don't like to sing and then that's it because that's yeah. what happens yeah. I mean, how many worship leaders have you talked to that you know right well they don't sing when we do it consequently the
0: them. two dbs also a name we considered for this podcast
2: yeah yeah <laughs> 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 Two DBs. Well, I love that you guys like. That's how you guys uh, ended up. I think that's so cool that you guys did. You know, so Jason, you you were a guest, and then yeah. you guys were just like, actually, this is really good. Yeah. I don't know if you found that in your your podcast. Uh, I think it's the same thing too. I I think people enjoy podcasts more when there is more than one person. Unless you're like this expert, but even Joe Rogan has, you know, um, guests on every week yeah, uh, Yeah. because people listen not only for you, but they also want to hear the other perspective. And then, you know, they want to hear your banter with them. You want to, they want to hear how you, you know, get along and and talk and what you guys do. So
0: yeah, the interaction. Absolutely.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I I was just going to go back to the, to the, uh, worship. Um, section that we were just in, but I just remember at Fight, Laugh, Feast, I mean, it was so cool when we sang A Mighty Fortress Is Our God, and it was just like mm-hmm. all the voices. I mean, the the, the music leader would, would start it in the microphone just to get everybody started, and then yep. he would back away, and everybody would just sing, and, and they were they, we were singing psalms, we were singing a lot of different yeah, it was uh, too, yeah. yeah tunes but man it was no. it was so fun well, um yeah and, and, to, you know. and,
0: and to piggyback on uh um, joel's point mm-hmm. uh, what, what was his name because we had him on the podcast the music director. Aaron Aaron Schnell Aaron Schnell see yeah. he's an he's, a, he's my name guy too hey. <laughs> I can't remember a name to save yeah. my life uh but he would do something, Same. too, to where you were just <laughs> saying, you know, you have to teach your congregation to sing. And it's like, we would have a thousand yep. people, and he would go, okay, uh, everyone who kind of has a lower voice, mm-hmm. sing this. And yeah, they would sing, he was and they go, parts. in this section, sing that. And, he, yep. and within oh, five awesome. minutes, we had three parts of a thousand people who had just the music and you know, the the words in front of mm-hmm. them, and yep. it sounded glorious. Was yeah. it professional? Was, was I going to go pay two hundred dollars and hear it in an right, orchestra right. or you yeah. know what? No. Yeah. But it's but not it, what it's about. It's not oh, what it's man. about. It sounded beautiful. It was, it was awesome. giving glory to God. And it's, it goes, yeah, that's all it takes. So it goes back to your point, Joel, too, to where it's like you just can't get up there and be like, oh, I guess they don't sing. It's like you have to do a little bit as the leader, but uh-huh. you also expect a little bit from the congregation. Right. You know what they're, yeah. they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, you, you and they want,
1: and they usually want to participate in something. Exactly.
2: Like, you know. Well, it, it, it comes back to literally what we So what you just said. So you boil it down to its basic thing that takes time, mm-hmm. and if time is precious to your production on a Sunday, mm-hmm. you're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if if time is precious to your production on a Sunday, you're like, well, we don't have the time Mm -hmm. to train our church a little bit more. Right. Or, 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 or do another song or do the same song again next week. So they're more comfortable or, or minimize, right. Our, our, the song sets that we have in the sense of we're not just singing a new song every week, but we're really training our congregation to learn the songs and learn the hymns and the Psalter and, and anything. Right. Yeah. But if you don't think You know, if you think it's a waste of time, yeah, you're never going to do it. I I remember, have you guys ever gone to T4G at all?
0: No, Mm -hmm. we haven't. Mm -hmm.
2: So if you like Fight, Laugh, Feast for the, you know, obviously other things from Fight, Laugh, Feast, but the singing at T4G is unparalleled because... So you guys know Bob Coughlin from Sovereign Grace, right? Uh So he, I'm I'm trying to remember how long, he's been doing it a long time and he's in his His, seventies. He's he's up there. His
0: son, Devin, I think is going to be on the podcast next month. We saw him at G3, but yeah.
2: Yes. Awesome. So, so uh, Bob will lead the music and he'll lead it from the piano and that will be it. And there's like 14,000 people. Wow. So just imagine that's fight awesome. left feast time 14,000. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. I mean, you're hearing people, pastors from all over the world and country singing A Mighty Fortress, All I Have Is Christ. Yeah. Um Come Thou Fount, you know, it is well. Um a bunch of like just amazing hymns that, you know, have enriched our faith as we've just been, you know, even as worship leaders or people leading worship or playing worship music, right? Yeah. Hymns that you would just enjoy. And then hearing a bunch of people sing them. And like you said, sing them out, right. Not just, yeah, just not just singing them, sing them out. And then you naturally with 14,000 people, you're going to have multiple parts. So it's really cool when you hear like 14,000 people and you've got the melody and a harmony going, Oh, it's amazing. That's awesome. Also, kudos to you to get Devin on the podcast.
0: Yeah, no, it should be good. We just emailed him last week and he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And we, we, sometimes we get in these grooves where we talk about the same thing, though. Yeah, yeah. With the that's, same guest and yeah. we're like, "Does our audience want to hear a night nice <laughs> podcast on worship music?" Right. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah, we we've done like five or well, six of those. What, what, what should we talk about? Let's change it up. Yeah, right. Oh, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no,
0: no, no. We're not saying no, no, that because no, of no. tonight. We're, we're on
2: right. yours. We're on yours. So yeah, that's okay. Yeah, this is all you. I keep forgetting that. I keep forgetting that I'm be driving this conversation. Right. I'm enjoying just talking. I'm <laughs> uh, Like, my people are not going to listen to this podcast. They're no, he they totally will. Who is it? No, we'll
0: we'll use okay. it on both ends. How yeah, about that? for sure. You get a twofer out of it. Yeah, there right. we
2: go. <laughs> well, and I, I really appreciate though. I love that you guys you you care about theology, and you you guys do it. And what's a really fun, cool way it is you know, obviously through memes, right? That's some way you can enjoy. It. But I, I love that you guys have targeted guests on. Mm -hmm. um, where you talk about specific doctrinal, um, I think tent poles of, of what could be issues in our culture right now, things where we're, we're not landing on. I mean, you look at, I I think about what's just, I mean, obviously, you know, what's going on in our culture and how crazy it is right now. Mm -hmm. And I always just go back to, like, I talked about this last week on my podcast, um, or not last week, but I talked about, this is my father's world. And I talked about how that, that him is more about the supremacy and the sovereignty of God, right? Not about like, Oh, you know, he reigns, so I don't have to be sad, right? Which everyone just focuses on the last stanza. But the first two are, like, he's literally the one who owns and made everything. Yeah. So you have no, like, you have no ground to stand on when it comes to talking about what you think yeah. the law of nature should be, what you think, whatever human rights should be, or you just, you don't get to be a part of the discussion, right? Yeah. When it comes to setting the stage. And, and I think we, we miss that in music because we've, we in I, even in like i think even in reformed places like we we get camped i think we get we either get we're on our bethel elevation hill song side ccm super contemporary simple there's no there's tons of ambiguity you don't know what the heck you're singing half the time and then you know exactly what you're singing and it's incredibly verbose and incredibly uh theologically rich and deep with with more of the reform side right which i love i love to write both types of songs um but the problem though is it's like one of the cool things about hymns back in the day was they were written and they were kind of culturally sensitive in that sense, right? They were written by people who were living in the times and then they stole melodies from bar songs. So that's, sure, Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, you know, like they stole bar songs to take that. And so it was, everything was culturally relevant because it was true and it was from the Lord, but they were really mindful of that. And I think, I think what we do often though, is we try to go against the culture to say, well, the culture's talking about this. So let's just you know, put this in the face of it. Like, no, what's the, what is the need? What's the felt need that these people that are completely running away from the Lord, or even are in the church and are wrestling, what, what can we do in the songs that we sing to show them where they're at and what they need to know and what they don't know. Right. I, I just think that there's, we need to keep caring about what we sing in a way that we also don't just care about the theology and the depth but we care about, okay, yeah, but let me think about this from the perspective of where is this person in their faith when they're wrestling with, you know, I, I would deal with this a lot with millennials, like deconstructing their faith. Okay, w- what's the truth that re- rebuts where they're at, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just went on a tangent. But what yeah, about and, you guys? Like, and like and yeah, I, I don't do
0: you- have a problem with being... Cultura, culturally relevant in our songs. It's just that sometimes I think we disagree on what's culturally relevant. I think the Word yeah. of God is culturally relevant. Amen. Um, so I, I think our song should reflect that. I think the big issue we're having in Western Christianity and worship is the reason why we even worship, first and foremost. Mm. It's very simple, right? It's it's We don't go there to be blessed, we go there to bless, right? The very mm. first question of the Westminster, what is the chief end of man? To love him and glorify him and enjoy him forever, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing. That, but everything we do must glorify God, as First uh, Corinthians ten thirty one says. Whether you eat or drink or whatever it is, and that includes worship. So that's one. Yep. Two. I also think that that experience that we're talking about when you hear you know fifteen thousand people singing in corporate worship uh, a hymn, and you understand that you're blessing the Lord, that you're you're, you're giving him everything that you can give him in yeah. your worship. The production side of that in a elevation church or you know a mega church, and I'm not saying anything against mega churches particular, but this you know in in a in a a, maybe a progressive or um, uh, emerging church, it's almost like a cheap the the production style. It's like a cheap representation of that.
2: Yes, Um, it feels good for a little
0: bit. It feels good for a little bit, but you can only eat uh, chocolate cake every day before you. You start to get sick of it, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to go get uh, a, a nice, uh, you know, T-bone that's medium rare, and it has some mushrooms on top. Yeah, and that's you know. And, and, Don't <laughs> hurt me. I just, I just no made good? myself hungry. I just <laughs> made myself hungry. But but my point is is um, I always want to be in the right mindset of who I am in juxtaposition to God. Right. proverb says the beginning of wisdom is to fear the mm-hmm. lord is to fear and mm-hmm. reverence him mm-hmm. not only have a, a fear of what he is and and who he is and what he can do but also have a reverence for him and unfortunately yeah. i feel we don't approach the throne of grace in worship that often in churches anymore with that fear and reverence instead we yeah. go what am i going to get out of this right like um i had a bad week i just need to get in the presence of the lord need to so, recharge. I, can, so yeah. I can recharge right, and, right. I, and i can and i can feel it. and it's like no man when when I come before the throne, I come humbly. Um, I I know I'm forgiven. I I know uh my my sin has been, you know. Christ's righteousness has been imputed to me. I get all Mm. that, but at the same time, I can't forget where I came from and why I was saved by His grace and by nothing else, and that should be reflected in our worship, and I think the biggest thing with that is the words for me. Yeah. We did a whole episode on that, Jason. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. To where it
0: wasn't necessarily the the music. Right. Because I'll sit down and play Jerry Lee Lewis with the rest of them on my piano and enjoy it. And I, I
1: mean, there's, there's times I'm sitting there but I'm not worshiping. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's times I'm sitting there listening to Hank senior saying, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) stop cheating on me. And then all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, I saw the light. So like, you know, we, we go through these things. I mean, uh, David Bonson at the first fight, laugh feast, um, had a talk on, uh, it was called punk rock Kuiperianism. Right. Mm. So not sure if you guys know who Abraham Kuiper is, but should really check him out. But one of his quotes is, there is not a square inch in the whole domain of our human existence over which Christ, who is sovereign over all, does not cry, mine. Amen. Mm, So, you know, when you bring that into a podcast, into worship, into, you know, like, I mean, there are so many subjects that we can sing about. There are so many things, you know, that point to and, you know, for Christ, you know, and uh, and I really think, you know, whenever we come into corporate worship, I mean, that is what it's about. It is, Amen. And, you know, and like, we've talked about it so many times on here, the me gospel, you know, over and over oh, and, it's, my and it's like, it, it starts to just drive you crazy because yeah. I mean, you're, you're sitting there in a, in a church with, uh with, you know, the red, blue uh cannon lights or can lights uh, pointing down at the stage. It's more of like a concert yeah. and it's like, people are sitting there, the, uh the, the people that they're trying to be seeker sensitive to they're sitting mm-hmm. there like come on show me something almost like when i used to do showcases in nashville or la or new york like people yeah. people would show up cross their arms yeah. and just stare and at press me impress me boy yeah yeah. Like, yeah like do something you know i and paid was, money so yeah exactly yeah. but that's what it's turning you know it's like i brought it up with uh, sam storm dr sam storms on our show um, just the american yeah. idol um, critical spirit that ends up coming in, and it's like, man, it's like, what are we doing with with our worship yeah. music? You know, but at the same time, yeah. we should call out some of these her- heretical uh, right. verses that are being sung
2: as yeah. a corporate body. Right? Well, for, well, for it's, me, it's a balance it's between our fault, though. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a and balance between.
0: Don't be too critical, but also you have you have to understand that it can do real harm yeah. in worship and in preaching and in teaching Amen. and in oh, sermons oh, oh. if we if we if we lead away from the the true theology of Christ exactly or the truth true yep. theology of of God the Father like we we have to know who rightly know who He is and rightly know who we are or you just set yourself on a trajectory over years and years and we've talked about it before on mm-hmm. this podcast you can talk to Christians that have been sitting in church once a week, twice a week for 20 years, and if you don't touch on their little five things of yeah. what they've learned outside of that, they go, what? What are you talking right. about? I don't know about this yeah. issue or that. You know, and it's like, so... I don't know, man. Like we don't want to be critical, but also you have to, you have to raise up a standard too and say, look at, we have to do what the Bible commands us to do. And we have to worship in spirit and in truth. Truth. And I think sometimes we focus too much up on the spirit. It says, and in truth. And it's like, well, what truth is that? The truth of the word of God. If you're worshiping outside of that truth, then you are falsely worshiping. Mm -hmm. You should not be doing that. Um, I'm not really too concerned about the way it sounds. I'm pretty liberal on the sound of music. I know I've said it many times, but A.B. Wilson has a quote, and he says, does the devil own the seventh? Does he own the fifth? Does he own the chord? Because if so, we will go to hell, we will plunder it, and take it back because it it belongs to us to glorify God. And that's what I use my music for, to glorify God in all that I do. I don't care if I'm playing a minor chord, a major chord, a blues riff, uh, you know, like a one and a four, like you were saying earlier, it's like, it's all (laughs) glory to God.
1: And I was going to bring up too what, what, uh, you kind of got in a discussion with, uh, Dr. Storms Mm -hmm. just about Bethel and about the two books and about Mm -hmm. Bill Johnson, just bringing up certain things that Bill has said. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a, a a tough moment for us, <laughs> and for you especially, because yeah. you oh, were Christ. ready. You were ready to kind of well, have it got tested because he, he was
0: def- he was defending him <laughs> in and, love, in yeah. love.
1: But yeah, he was defending mm. Bill Johnson, and it, you know it was it was an interesting moment. Yeah, that'll um, drop.
0: The, that'll drop on our, the what is that? I don't know. On 20, Wednesday, this Wednesday, sorry, nice two right. The twentieth. That that was an interesting one because here you have a very learned man, someone yeah. who has taught me a lot about eschatology, who's been on yeah, the podcast super respected. Before, Storms, super oh respected, right?
1: Amazing. And, and
0: and saying, "Oh, well when he said Christ laid down his divinity and just lived as a man," that was just sloppy theology and it's like, "Okay, well you're a pastor. And he goes, well, he's not really a theologian. Well, okay. Ooh, he's got
1: 10,000 people that show yeah. up. Well,
0: four you, you got millions of people watching. You know? You need to know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't you, be so sloppy. So you love
2: Sproul, right? So yeah. I, I remember this story right after Sproul died at T4G. It's Piper, DeYoung, Dever. Hmm. um, Who else was up there? Uh, MacArthur. They're all doing this panel. Sinclair. And they say, "Let's, let, yeah, they're like, let's just talk about Sproul. What's your favorite Sproul memory? To kind of honoring him. And Piper, John Piper was like, I remember this one time I preached this amazing sermon at a conference. I, thought it was, I just thought it was so good. And I left the stage, like, yes. I mean, like, okay. And RC Sproul comes up to me. And he goes, did you mean to say uh, if instead of like if God or something like that? You know, uh, he said, uh, yeah. He's like, it's since it's not if. <laughs> Words matter, John. He was like, Wait, hold on. What? And, but he was like, he was so right because yeah. I had this opportunity to speak clearly and to and to speak, you know, rightly about who the Lord is and in this matter. I forget what it was about. And and R.C. Sproul was like, you you didn't blow it, but you didn't do it all the way that you could have went. Yeah. And I think that's so true. So yeah. you can't you can't make that excuse about anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. We're all image bearers. It doesn't matter if you have a pulpit or a platform, right? We are all we are all image bearers. And so we're all responsible to speak rightly about the Lord and who he is and his character and what he's done and his plan for us. And if we don't, that's on us.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. not
2: on it's not on anyone else to defend us. It's on us and the Lord to say, yeah, God, I, I didn't. I need to learn. Right? Yeah. You, you need to help me because I, I I was wrong. Yeah. But that's part of So the difference, too, and I, I think this is something that you guys do, too, because you said, you know, there's you're talking about why you did the podcast. And um, I think one of the reasons you said, too, was it, it was about like, uh, you're not going to win an argument on Facebook. And and so I often will go back to kind of similar mentality in that I I want to lean into discipleship relationships to yeah. to win the people over to mm-hmm. to the side because so often I've interacted same thing kind of like not knocking on Doctor Storms but same thing people who are more towards that side leaning more towards a a faith that's more charismatic or something like that it's it's not that they are dead in their sins and you can't save them but it's hard to convince someone they need they're not right and they need to learn something. If there's no part in them that thinks I need to learn something. Yeah. right? Yeah. And Absolutely. so it's so difficult yeah. when I would find, and so I even discipled a guy who is this edgy, st- stupid, edgy worship leader who just wanted to say the F bomb all the time. Uh, Cause he got hurt by the church. And I was like, you got to stop doing that if you want to lead worship. I never want to lead worship. Well, yeah. I, I I got him hired to take over my place when I left this one church. Uh, and he's a fantastic worship leader, but he's still growing in his faith so- So at first he was all like he would do elevation style church, right? And now he's started to develop more of a depth in his theology, Mm -hmm. but that's over time. And it's really hard to get people to a lack of depth in their theology, to depth in their theology from one conversation. And I'm I'm always really more keen to do a a long-term discipleship uh, and a journey with them for that. And I think it's built into worship leading, right? Discipling volunteers on your worship team, stuff like that. I, I think worship leaders are doing a bad job not doing that. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It was, it's our fault. Like, we've, we've bought into the lie that we were told in the 90s. Church is like a gas station. You know, your tank's empty. You need to just fill back up. Yeah. Like, that's not what you, yeah. <laughs> church right. is about. That's not no, what corporate worship is about. opposite. Yeah. There's two right, things I would say really we, yeah. quick to that, you go.
0: too, is... Uh, You know, my, it's not famous, but what I've always said is we, and I told this to a church planner once and he looked at me sideways. I said, we need less pastors and more disciples. Amen. And, uh, and he just went, what? And I, no, that's how you reach people. And it's like, well, if we had more disciples, we'd be reaching people. It's not the building that we raise a million dollars for and then go in debt for, and then, you know, plan it in some part of church or, you know, the city to where we say we need it. Just let's make more disciples like you were saying. And then two, it's like, when did we. Think that it's that we could be more liberal with our theology when it's a worship leader or someone who's, you know, a choir director, or whatever label you want to put on it. Yeah. But in, in, but the, we make sure we're not with the pastor, like make sure his theology is good. But then we're loosey goosey, kind of more liberal with the worship. And it's like, no, you're, you're singing theology. That's yeah. all you're mm-hmm. doing different. You're just like Mm -hmm. the, I would say, I would put them on equal footing, maybe not in, you know, an overseer in a pastoral sense, but delivering on a Sunday morning or, you know, on a a Sabbath of theology, you're just singing your theology. He's speaking it. So it's like, we need to rightly understand with worship leaders too, like what they're doing is extremely important for the body. That's the
1: same as uh, having a song on K-Love. I mean, a lot of those, those people that are on K-Love, if you're listening to any of that stuff, a lot of people are picking up that kind of theology yep, from yep. that radio station, you yep. know, and they have great, there are some great tunes, like, you know, you, you kind of got to dig a little bit, but yes, I mean, there are some great their, uh, melodies. Uh, pledges. Yeah, yeah, right, right. There are some great melodies. There are some great harmonies and and guitar parts even and whatever, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're just talking about just a regular pop tune or whatever, but the, the lyric is so no. soft and yes. it just does not do Jesus justice.
0: Okay. Un- unpopular opinion here. So this is yeah, just yeah. me. You, you, two, That's tell okay. me, That's you okay. two tell me what you think here. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not worshiping, okay, um, and I'm just listening to music, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to listen to that music. I would rather go listen to Southbound by Doobie Brothers, uh, mm-hmm. or oh, go yeah, listen to a sure. Zeppelin tune, or go and, and go and know how to parse out the words. Okay, I don't think there's a spirit attached to a Led Zeppelin song, but I'm like, if I want to hear a riff or a drum beat or a mm-hmm. blues, I, I'm sorry, but the quality of music for kind of that poppy K. Love, like Jesus is my boyfriend, I just don't want anything to do with it. Just give me the actual, give me the hit of the good stuff, right? And and when I say that, I'm saying I'm saying from musical standpoint okay? For sure. Um, because I think I, I think worship is, is more about words and less about music, and I think uh, I, God can also be glorified in, um, you know, in, like I said, in a blues riff as well, too. So yeah. I don't know, man. I
1: it depends I'm, on who the, who the blues guy is and what he's saying. <laughs> but yeah, I just can't, I, know, I, hear I just you. can't
0: get into the <laughs> middle
1: Kerry of the road. Jr. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, the, the, for I, sure. Yeah. I, I guess mean, what I'm
0: saying is like the words aren't doing anything for me and the music's not doing anything. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point? Yeah. I, hear you? <laughs>
1: I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I think, I think in, in our situation, I mean, with, uh, with Aubrey being 12, you know, oh, we're, we're strange. trying to just show her, you know, uh, some better music yeah. than what she's learning about at school. But yeah. you know, sure. of course, man, like I'm a, I'm a musician's musician, musician, man. Like I listen to everything from Mozart to, uh, I mean, I won't EDM. even. I want. Yeah, yeah. There's there's other stuff that I listen to, um, really, uh, not really, not over and over and over he, again. But you he know, really like, loves
0: trap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> trap, I love Tyson. You're I don't know with, if you've heard of Tyson the kids.
1: Or not. Yeah, he he's really great. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's so much great music mm-hmm. out there for sure, and it, and it would be great to see some of that Christian music get get up on that level. And of course to, you I know, think like a using, there. using that term, of course, too, is, is like hard too because yeah. I mean, I, when we were backslidden, <laughs> we would just mm-hmm. tell people oh, that we were, saved, we were doing regular music. Yeah. We were, we were doing regular music. We were, if we had a song that we were talking about Jesus and, uh, redemption. And then the next song we were talking about how, you know, a girl broke our heart or whatever. It's like, yeah, it's coming from that same person. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, that might be an apostasy. Yeah, that was an apostasy,
2: but still, you know, I knew that Jesus was King. Yeah, <laughs> mm, that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, and I love. I, I think I don't think that's wrong to do. I, I was actually talking to my wife about this. So I just so in my story, right, had a bad break from the church, and I didn't think I was ever going to play on a worship team again, which is hard because I'm a singer songwriter. Like I've got my guitar case behind me. I write music. I write worship music with my friend in our band, the Grace Collective. Like we, we, we care about depth and we, we want to write more songs for the local church that people can sing that. Mm. And, and I was, I was joking with my wife. Like, I I don't think many worship musicians look at a song and go, okay, how can I push myself to be a better musician in this? Yeah. Right. In the sense, like we don't value not production. We just don't value excellence. Yeah. Right? Quality, and I, and I, yeah. And and I'm like, dude, if there's a riff. So I make the joke because at one of my old churches, they did one of our songs called Overall. And it was cool because it felt like people were genuinely worshiping because it's Colossians 1. And it's all about mm. Christ who's, mm-hmm. who's over everything. Right. Yeah. And, and it's all about the supremacy of Christ. And it was cool because you could notice like a, a song before was fine. People weren't like they were in it, but they're not, you know, it was kind of the you're in it cause you're there. Yeah. Uh, but then you, you saw the reality of people seeing the, the risen Christ in the reality of the supremacy of Christ and the truth that was in that song that we poured a lot into. And then we poured a lot into the music too. And then I laughed because I still know people that play there and the bassist didn't play the bass line that I wrote for the song. And I was like, how dare you? (laughs) He might not have been able to play
1: it. (laughs) It's not that hard. But it's just,
2: it's like, I want us to do both. And I I want us just to do better. I want us to write better songs and of which I think you guys should get. I don't know if you know them yet. The Journey Worship Co. from Tennessee. They're really great. Uh, They're from Journey Church and they're trying to do the same thing. They're trying to write better worship songs Mm. and they have this amazing song called come to the Lord. I had the guy on talking about it and they, they went against what people usually do in a song where they just throw some general issue you wrestle with like anxiety or depression. And it was just the sadness and God's here. And it was just like, Hey, if your marriage is struggling in the song, like it was like, if your marriage is struggling, come to the Lord. If you're weary from, um, from sinning, come to the Lord. Right? And it's just this like it's this opportunity for people to identify kind of what we're saying, like culturally identify today where your 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 shortcoming is. And now just come to the Lord with it, right? Because that's yeah. the beauty of our faith in Christ is it, it boils down to you're not enough. Like you said, right? Yeah. you don't have the answers. You're not enough. It's not about you. It's about him. Worship's about him. So just come to him today.
0: Yeah, Don't. the in and the only issue too that I have with that sometimes is when that's the theme, month in and month out, yes. year in and Amen. year out. Like get yep. your breakthrough. He's he's enough for oh, you. I he's hate gonna that word. Right? No. like, um the only problem with that is is who do you have to tell that God is good and God is is gonna provide for you? In a, a very immature new Christian. That's who yep. doesn't understand that. That Man. should be you know, month three, you should be past. God will provide for me because of who he is. Because when you were regenerated, you understood I was a wretched sinner, but now I'm saved by grace. So you have these churches that are singing this month in and month out, year in and year out, and you almost see uh, an immaturity in the congregation that they can't get past that Mm -hmm. because the the relationship Mm -hmm. with with Christ is no more close than if I get into trouble or something happens, hopefully he'll work it out for me right? Yeah. To where, you know, I want to sing, uh, you know, Charles Spurgeon saying the sovereignty of God is the pillow on which I lay my head when Mm. you know what I mean when when the when the sea when the sea billows roll and Mm -hmm. it's like that's we have to get past that in corporate worship too of almost like an immature or a vague or a dumbed down or a milk kind well I mean Paul talks about it right he's like some are going to have milk but you got to get to the meat dude you got to get to the protein like I said the steak and it's like that's my that's what I really hope for when I look at Western Christian church kind of generally speaking i think we're more on that side of just this perpetual you know god's gonna help me out of something and it's like man we got to get over that god is so much more than that you got to get to the point of
2: circumstance yeah it doesn't
0: matter what my circumstance is man he could take my life tomorrow he i owe him nothing he owes me nothing And, and, and it's good and it's well with my soul you know
1: well you owe him your life but yeah you know, I, sure. said, I said it backwards yeah, a yeah.
0: <laughs> I got to go on there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right,
2: right. But I, yeah. And I think you're hitting it on, like you're hitting the nail on the head because I think the, the issue that goes to that too, uh, and I said this when I was talking about, this is my father's world, is we have stopped being wowed by God and what he's done through everything he's done. Mm. Right? And so we're just more consumed with what we're doing. And if we're more consumed with what we're doing and what we're doing now is bigger than the wonder of our creator, yeah. then of course that's going to take precedent over God. And I think that's part of it. Cause I think there are, there are people that have been misguided by their selfishness and and their, their me centeredness. Right. But they've been trained, like you said, by pastors that are just doing me theology. And I feel, I feel so bad for those people in worship services because their, their circumstance is bigger than God because they believe their life is bigger than the Lord. And they're not looking at as the author of this is my father's world goes like you're in rustling grass. I hear you pass like everything you've made, you've that's you right so how like how then in the third stanza he goes then how could why could my heart be sad that's where you get to then you're like well yeah how could my heart be sad he created everything and if he created everything and his hand has wrought everything as the author says then why would my heart be sad because he reigns right you don't get there if you have the me theology like you guys are talking about so i think it's so spot on what's the point you're making there yeah yeah. you're
0: rightly setting up who god is and who we are in that song and i think every worship song song should tried to do that in some way or another, rightly always telling us who God is and who we are in this, in yeah how, you know, and I mean and, and also
1: just just to nail this point down again, I mean Durbin uh, Jeff Durbin um, it was either Durbin or it was Jeremiah Roberts. I can't remember who said it to us but he they, they were just like, look, you could start a podcast and for a year and a half talk theology. But what usually happens to those podcasts it, once, you know, the year and a half mark shows up, then they kind of just fizzle, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is there anything wrong with talking theology? No. And Greg and I, we talk about it all the time. But at the same time, you can bring in, um, you know, all these different subjects, all these, yep. you know, all these different things that are that are going on in the world, and actually talk about these things, and yep. you know, and that's something that, um, you know, we've we've ran across on on this podcast. I mean, we talk about so many different subjects and bring up actual world events, but those pastors that do shy away from actual you know conversations actual preaching about what's going on in the world and not yeah. afraid to stand up there and use God's word to teach you know that yeah. is what we need in the church right now but yeah. it seems to be more fluff from those mega churches than anything it's about the yep. you know the breakthrough and the me gospel and all those all those other subjects yeah. but
2: yeah i remember this this week i was uh presenting to i was doing like a guest lecture for someone for liberty university and i was they were asking me to do uh worship leader as counselor so they're walking through like worship leaders quipper, worship leader as counselor worship leaders um i think a couple other things so and i actually got my master's in counseling oh okay and oh, wow, cool. uh well, thank you. I'm not an uh, internationally touring musician, so, and I'm yeah. not a, a commissioner, so I can't. County commissioner, baby. I'm like, know. put me down here, <laughs> that, and you guys no. up here. No, nope, nope, um, master. Me, yeah, me, That's a you. lot of women. No, no, no. Good for <laughs> yeah, you.
1: That really is. That's awesome. But what was? Ooh, he oh, must
2: you. be rich. <laughs> I um I generally thought you were gonna do. Sheesh. Anyway, about
0: that. Uh, that, that, was, that was a drop from
2: Jason. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's him doing that. I like. It. he must be so Silly. All those. So I mean. did. Um, the we were talking about uh like the, what you do as a counselor as a worship leader, like how you're gonna. And I said you, I don't envy you guys right now because as you're gonna enter into worship leading, kind of like you were talking about before, right? Like you have to be really focused on. The congregation and the Lord, like you can't just mull your way through it. You can't just lackadaisically go through this. Yeah. And you guys are going to be facing things like current cur- current cultural events. So whether it's the riots in last summer, or it's the mandates of this summer, yeah. right. And this year, right. Like it's not your job to sway people either side, but it is your job to point people back to the Lord. Yeah. So, so when people come into your, your green room or whatever your practice and they want to start talking about whatever doesn't matter what side you land on like you have to remind people hey why would you be afraid of what's going on in the world jesus has already overcome it you have to remind them of that right Mm -hmm. like are Are you post mill (laughs) yes anyway (laughs) why like why i said uh why be Um. Now hey, you got me thrown off because you, you got me spun off about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, and I was just the dark too, side. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the dark side talking about. It's a good side. Yeah. Right. It's, right. The, more, it's the more happy side. Like, yeah, baby. Uh, um. And you really threw me off. Sorry, go no, ahead. No, 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 no. You, you were teaching was, the kids was, in the class. Yeah, and we were talking about like, so you can't the over Jesus overcome the world. The other thing though too is like. If you look at the world and it's crazy and you're fresh, like, how do we keep running to eat? Like what the problem of evil in the world? Hey, Romans, no one's righteous. Why are you surprised by this? Mm -hmm. Remind people of the truth that's in the word and then refocus them on the the common goal, which is on the Lord, right? Yeah. So it wasn't, hey, you're counseling people to not be whatever, anti-vax, vax, vax, who cares, right? You're counseling them to go back to the whole counsel of God, which is his word. Yeah. You know, don't, don't buy in. Yeah. Like don't buy into what the world wants you to do. And like you said, there's a balance though, between preaching at what's going on in the culture and letting the culture dictate where your church goes Mm -hmm. by like, that's what is the temperature of what you do on a Sunday. And the same thing with the music. Right. Um, Like what we're doing right now in the Grace Collective for this next album, we were just kind of really convicted by, so me convicted by counseling. How many times was I in a counseling session where I just wish I had a a, a scripture to give to them and then a song that was like, boom, because you guys know the power of music with like lyrics and and melody really married together well. God created it for a reason. And I was like, so we just started writing songs and going back through songs that we have written like, okay, what would I want to say to a counselee that's wrestling with doubting that God is sovereign over this area of my life. And like, okay, now let's go from that perspective. What's the truth in scripture that rebuts that? Yeah. And it was, it's been really fun to kind of approach songwriting from that perspective, rather than like you guys, we, we've talked about like feelings, yeah. right? Or, yeah. you know, it, it's more, what would you say to someone who's wrestling with this and you need to give them the truth of the word? Uh, how can you say that clearly and effectively? So, and I Love think we it. need more of that. We need more people that care that way about their church. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would just say too, like I don't want anyone to think that's listening. I'm like anti-feelings either. Like God created so emotions. Are, yeah, th- you like, are. You know, it's it's so funny when you're reformed, you, you, you told just have kids to like, to repress. Re- you have to redefine every, you have to like define stuff right. just to make sure like, I'm not <laughs> oh, saying emotions but you are bad. But-, but I don't know if we necessarily lead with that. And I don't know if we necessarily use that to to entrust in that first, right? Jeremiah says yeah. the heart's deceitful. It's, you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. Right. I can't believe I just blah blah blah. Yeah, oh, you God. did. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Wow, sorry. <laughs> wow, heathen. But um, yeah, I don't know if we lead with that, and that's the that's the problem. Is we lead with emotion, we lead with feeling. We trust in that. Yep. And we go well if it makes me feel a certain way, it's good. If it makes me feel another way, it's bad. And that's where it kind of you know gets mixed. Don't you wish but, you didn't uh, have to
2: caveat? Yeah. Don't you hate caveating? I yeah, hate caveating. That's the word I was staying. looking yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most annoying thing we have to say. Well, it's good on I'm crackers saying- though.
0: Right, right. Oh, that's caviar. <laughs> oh, Sorry. whoops.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> dead joke. Oh,
2: oh man. <laughs> edit that out. No, keep nope. it. Totally nope. keeping it. <laughs> Never. I have done so many bad we intros don't edit on the podcast, anything. I keep it I keep all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have all too. <laughs>
1: So
2: great. well what what else i mean we've kind of touched on a bunch of stuff i know we're getting pretty long in our podcast yeah. i mean i've i've enjoyed every conversation every conversation we've had oh, so yeah. far with this um well what like what would you what would be if you're you're so i've got listeners probably that are all over the place right They're, they listen to elevation they also listen to matt papa matt Boswell, sovereign grace right places like that like what would be if you could say something to them one thing to to everyone who just is can not consuming, but partaking in corporate worship and listening to worship music. Like, what would you say to them? I know that's a big ask. Mm.
0: Holy cow! Yeah. What would what, what, what would we say to them? In what aspect? What are you What are you asking? Yeah, like to clarify that. So, a little
2: from bit. your perspective of you guys on your podcast, what you care about, what's what's important to you? Yeah. What would you want to be important to people? who are maybe trying to re-examine how they look at worship music?
1: I think um, for, well, I'll try. We'll I'll try this. We'll have close this. ones, but we will. I, I I mean, like I, I, I'm on the same page as everyone else with lyrically, you know, we really have to watch the words and uh, just understand why we worship. You know, we don't, we mm-hmm. don't worship um you know to get that breakthrough all the time you know and like it's all about us or whatever um i think i think uh, what dr sam storm said that was really interesting you know he was he was saying that you could you could sing one or two of bethel songs and i'm not trying to be an apologist right now for bethel but there are certain songs i guess you sure. know you could probably find with some bethel some hill mm-hmm. song, whatever that might be fine, right? Yeah. There's but a few out there. There's there's a there's oh, a, yeah. d- a that few. That I, I, I am a, not saying a, yeah. uh, you know, like get out there and get the new Bethel record. <laughs> like <laughs> not what I'm saying. Go grave soak to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, um, buy the uh, C D
2: and grave soak at the same time. Yeah, That's right. What I'm saying.
1: And just know that you're a mini god. Oh. and uh
0: why do we get like a and, redneck and, voice and, every time like, we- i do the same thing too <laughs> like we were I, stupid
1: why do yeah. i do that
0: yeah right sorry but, for all our guys uh, down south yeah, we love right. you
1: but all all i'm trying to say is i guess just like look at the lyrics that you're singing mm. you know yeah. like like realize that we're really just trying to focus on christ whenever it is worshipful and you know what like i i brought this up too if you guys go to our show you're gonna hear everything that i'm 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 saying right now is is on that show but i did ask dr storms if what if well okay well then what if led zeppelin wrote one song that was uh you know christ-centered right what if the beatles wrote a song or, that was christ-centered or bob dylan or whatever and i know or bob vague, dylan did
0: or as vague as some of those worship songs right yeah, that's,
2: yeah, that's yeah that's a really good exactly. point what about cat williams
1: yeah. i mean yeah. he has some studies do we for, you know right do we you know can we throw those in can we throw those in and he was just like no you can't throw those in and i'm just like well what i know right and that's that was probably you know where he was like all right i'm getting off of here i'm not talking to you guys ever again (laughs)
0: no it didn't get that bad but he was getting a little frustrated but
1: yeah uh yeah no that that, that's something that i would bring it to so
0: just just to just to add something to what you said it amazes me that the u.s federal government in all of its horribleness and in trying to legislate everything understands that we have to put uh, limits on types of words and warnings on words for uh, secular music, but the church can't understand that same concept with theology,
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. right? Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. So, it's, yeah.
0: <laughs> so like we literally had D. Snyder was it was it was it Snyder From, taken uh, down? Yeah, taken down. Al Gore. Uh, In the the 80s and 90s, remember that? About the labels and this and that. And it's like, but churches don't understand that. So I'm with you, Jason. Uh, Like we need to know what we're singing. The (laughs) words Uh we're singing are important. I would probably say if there was one thing that I would tell listeners that are going, hey, I need to reexamine how I'm worshiping Mm. is we need to bring back holiness into worship. We need to understand Mm. what holiness means. And repentance. And repentance. and Whoops. No, absolutely. (laughs) Like literally... I've asked people, what, "What does holiness mean?" They're like, "Oh, well, it means like living right, or it means like not sinning." And it's like, "No, holiness, holiness means set apart. Uh-huh. It means unique. It means one of a kind." Uh I mean, untouched. That is who God is. And we need to approach worship in the throne that way. We need to understand when we come in on a Sunday or if it's a Monday afternoon and you're 15 minute break and you're worshiping the Lord, you can worship the Lord anywhere. But, uh, you know, for for this uh, argument, we're talking about corporate worship. Like we have to bring back holiness and understand what it is. And I, I think that we're just too flippant with worship. I just do. It's a serious, serious matter, because we are going to be judged one day. We will get to heaven, and the first thing the Lord's going to go around is he's going to go, wait, what did you say I said in my name? because we mm-hmm. got a thus saith the Lord's going around. A yeah. lot of that stuff, Lord told me this, Lord told me that, I feel the Lord right. saying this. And he's going to go, whoa, 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 I didn't say that. And two, he's going to go, wait, how did you worship me? Mm-hmm. Because I distinctly told you to worship me in spirit and in truth, mm-hmm. and you were doing neither one of those things when, yep. when you were there on Sunday, uh, when yep. you needed, a, like you said, recharge your batteries, uh, You know, sing a song, because it's, it sounds aesthetically yeah. pleasing to my ears. It's like, Dude, let's yeah. bring back the heaviness and the holiness of what it is. And that's not saying we can't walk away feeling blessed. Right. Like that's the whole that's the awesomeness of worship. We yeah. bless the Lord, and it blesses us to bless the yep. Lord. Mm-hmm. He yep. created us that way. Yeah. And instead we go in going, we want to be blessed. We want something yeah. out of this. Oh, you're going to get something out of it. And sometimes yeah. it's not the thing that you want. You might get your flesh cut in worship. Yeah. But that's what you Amen. needed.
2: And that's, and that's Mm. what you walk away with. So it's like, that'll preach. Are you reformed? (laughs) So let's (laughs) sounds reformed.
0: Yeah. Let's just bring back holiness. Yeah. yeah. Let's not play games anymore. Amen.
2: Well, and yeah, and you, like you're hitting the nail on the head when it comes to the holiness, because we've stopped caring about personal holiness when we approach Sunday morning too. Right. Like one of my favorite verses that's, I don't think people put in uh, kind of married to corporate worship on a Sunday morning is the verse about not letting the sun go down on your anger. And what he talks about in the scripture, he says, drop your offering at the altar, which mm. to me, it translates to today. Like, why are you coming to Sunday morning worship, acting like you're worshiping the God and you're, you're giving him something mm. when in reality, he's not even listening to you because you have, you you have bitterness and anger and resentment in your, towards your brother oh, and your come heart. On. Yeah. It, brother and you yeah. haven't done anything with like, that's,
0: David said, with sin hidden in my heart, you could not hear my prayer. Yeah, you're sitting exactly. on the head. Yeah.
2: Like it's, it's, we don't. And that's, I, that's where that comes from. That's where the lack of appreciation for God's holiness is. Mm. Because if we really saw God as holy, then we would understand that we're not. And we would take those scriptures seriously when it says, drop your offering. We'd, who would actually do that? I, even among reformed brethren yeah. of mine, I doubt we would have a lot of people who, like, honestly have an issue with someone, would actually drop their al- the offering at the altar and make amends, like, as Roman says, as much as it depends on you live it. I peace mean, with you're everyone.
0: convicting me right now just yeah. by saying that, by me thinking about that. Yeah. Like, you're I have to. Like, right.
2: we're, you, we're, we're married. How many times have we taken our wives to church and not made right the night before? Yeah. yeah. Right? And and then we are expecting to lead our families on a Sunday morning saying, Hey, Sunday morning's the Lord's Day. It's set apart. We need to take this seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Like we're we're full of BS because we're actually not taking it seriously. So like I just think about that a lot when I've been God's been convicting me of that, right? I led worship in that mindset Uh of Ah, Well, you know, like I got, it's my job. I can't take a day off because my heart's not right. And in reality, God's like, I didn't create the worship pastor position so that you're paid (laughs) and you just show up and this is your job. I didn't create that. God didn't create that so that that's what we do god created our our whole goal was to give him glory and we've we've done this and we've created more of these positions and that's totally fine but we can't we can't put the job above like what you said which is our ultimate goal is god's god's glory and we have to appreciate that and we have to care about holiness as a result sorry you got me on that when you talked about holiness <laughs> no that's awesome no i love it i just love yeah. the
0: fact i just love the fact that like you made me think like King David got up to heaven and was like, what, God, you're paying those guys now? Yeah, yeah. I played for free. <laughs> right. For King Saul. I'm like, are you Son kidding? He almost, me. <laughs> yeah. he almost Son
2: killed me. He almost killed me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. How much do they get paid at Elevation? They pay the musicians? Yeah, right. Not even the worship leaders? <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> coffee?
0: Yeah. Come on.
2: They get paid in Yeezys? <laughs> Yeezys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get out mm, here. yeah.
0: Oh, uh, ironically, okay. comfortable shoes.
2: Those uh, they really are. I wish I had bought the when they first came out. Okay. We, we're we at basically an hour and I, I feel bad for your listeners in mind. I don't know how long you guys typically go for. You 30,
1: know, 30, 40.
2: Yeah, 30, yeah. 40.
0: We started Oof. out going longer. We just noticed everyone just quit listening after right. 40 minutes.
2: <laughs> right. So we're like, ah, we'll keep it to 40. Yeah, exactly. We just must it's not be. so hard yeah. because you have such good conversations with somebody. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, absolutely.
2: I'm no, and sorry. This, and this
0: was good, man. Yeah, appreciate you.
2: Thank you, Joel. Okay, so where can they find you? Obviously, we said this, but like, do you guys have any personal accounts you want people to follow? Obviously, the dead, uh, Dead Men Walking podcast on Instagram. Uh, obviously your Spotify, Apple, every type of streaming service for you guys for your, for your uh, mm-hmm. podcast, but any any other places?
0: Oh, I mean, Instagram, uh, Facebook, website, website dmwpodcast.com yep. is the website. But I mean, if you just Google dead men walking, uh, which uh, f- funny story, I met uh, the gentleman that has dead man walking ministries. Mm. Uh, I said, we got a real kind of queen uh vanilla ice thing going here yeah i apologize for where there's like one letter off but i didn't steal it you know he's like no no it's cool we're friends now yeah. so it's not dead man it's dead men based on ephesians 2 he was gonna right. go with dead
1: man's but
0: <laughs> dead man's, mans is walking <laughs> you son, dead
1: m- no that's what ours was gonna be called it was no. gonna be called dead man's walking
0: dead man's walking oof, oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. So dead man walking podcast, you Google it, you'll come up, uh, but we appreciate it. And then yeah. for everyone else listening, shout out yours too. So we know where yeah, we're yeah, getting a hold of yours.
2: Yeah. So, uh, we, the theology of music podcast is on all streaming platforms. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can also support financially through buymeacoffee.com slash theology of music. If you want to become a subscriber, what I'm trying to do is, cause I love these conversations is I know they sometimes go long and I'm trying to put like, you know, a second half behind a little bit of a paywall. So Cause I don't want to stop the conversations, but you know, like you said, people don't listen past 40. Yeah. Uh, you also follow my worship group, the, the grace collective, same thing with your dead man walking podcast. If you put grace collective, it's some random Ohio youth group that does EDM songs. So nice. please don't do that. Uh, it's the grace collective okay. um, on Spotify. I've got three albums, did one through Colossians, one through Romans recently. Uh, awesome. And then we're working on a fourth album right now. And then, uh, yeah, you just follow. I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my name, but yeah, follow the the podcast and um, yeah, I, I thank you guys. This was I just was a ton and of fun.
0: Absolutely. And can I just say, man, on your Instagram account, you are a blessed man. You've got a beautiful young family there, man. God has been good to you. I, I really enjoy thank these you. pictures. I love to see men. Of God taking care of their family and being the men of being, God that they're supposed to be. Fruitful you know what I mean? and multiply Fruitful and multiply too. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how we win the culture wars, That's baby. Right. We just pop out more. I would have more, more, but money more is, is Post
2: diverse, cost a lot of money. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> God will take care of it. If He takes right? care of the sparrows, Amen. He's going to take care of your children. Oh, you know oh, yeah.
2: what? Yeah. I'm going to name it then. I'm going to name it. God send name me it diapers, claim it baby like manna from heaven. I want money. Give me those, give me those hampers Lord.
0: <laughs> to me. <laughs> i thought he was gonna name his kid sparrow that's what i thought he meant i was like that's kind of a cool name
2: okay. hey which album should i get on the grace collective oh, i got i got uh, three right he's, here he's got the album up which one kingdom of your i think kingdom of your Sun is probably the best nice um Ooh, right from downloading the right now the last one is this is not the end we wrote that um from romans i think it was good i think we just bit off a little bit where that we could chew with romans and then we tried to. I was transitioning out of ministry, moving, and we just rushed the editing gotcha. in the process and the mixing process. So there was just a little like the mixes just aren't good. And I, you, as a musician yourself, you know like if you know the mix isn't good, yeah, you don't want people to listen to this, <laughs> right? Song. Right? Like yeah. it could still be really good, but you know, yeah. oh, it's not yeah. as good as it could You're be. Like, oh, just listen to the other man. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My ears
1: were tired.
0: My ears were tired. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well, this was cool. This was, I think, our first ever kind of crossover episode. I yeah. think we're we're going to talk about this and probably throw this up or at least put oh, yeah. it up for, for uh, sure on our feed, and we'll make sure we tag in it. So, uh, of course, everyone can. And uh, I,
2: I I never say no to second times. I always like a second date. It'll so. happen. <laughs> uh,
0: his wife was like, "What? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah right."
0: She's <laughs> yeah. like, "Wait, we, we
2: just called a him a man date. of God and
1: <laughs> fruitful and multiplying." <laughs> i to your listeners who
2: i really am anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you guys so much uh i'm obviously gonna end the recording on my end yeah. soon but thank you guys so much for this thanks again you know i hope you guys have a wonderful i wish this to every single person that comes to my podcast i hope you have a wonderful lord's day mm. yeah um i hope you guys just enjoy worshiping together corporately uh on a sunday and and then you know as you bless like you said you're blessed too
0: amen so. same to you Joel. Yep. Love All right. brother. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips, or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. None,